Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and surname FC. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, the host of the Insert Name FC podcast. And with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of the show, Edward Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? So, Edward's a little bit under the weather. (laughs) You can probably hear it. And and I am dead from working these Black Friday hours right now at my job. So, but yeah, I don't work at Target anymore. So, update, life update for me. So, I got a full-time job now. <laughs> uh, so, I'm, I'm growing up. Your boy's growing up. Maybe. Not really. Can't promise you anything. Anyways. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you're getting better. I mean, by the time this episode drops, it'll be Black Friday. So, uh, um, not only that, but obviously everybody have have a happy thing. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Hope you guys got your your fixings and and Spencer got to eat his seven cheese mac and cheese. That I'm still hoping that he's sending me one as we speak. Oh um, damn, that sounds so good. No pressure, Spencer. Um, yeah, because yeah, but yeah. So uh, <laughs> so there is that. Um, I'm sure I'm sure Edward's gonna have either tamales or I don't even know honestly. Uh, I mean, you know, my mom hasn't been a hundred percent, so I don't, I don't honestly don't know what we're having or if we're having anything. If not, then uh, good old, good old Thanksgiving hot pocket, Edward. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, I'm, I'm expecting that. Uh, good old Thanksgiving mac and cheese with the kids. Just not, just not Spencer seven cheese mac and cheese. <laughs> just, just the one I made. You know, Spencer, if you really cared about my my godsons. <laughs> let try that. No, I'm pretty sure he cares because it sounds like his casserole or his uh, seven mac and cheese would probably give somebody a good old heart attack or a clogged artery somewhere in there. But that means hey. it was made with love. But it means it was made with love. It means it was made with love. The clogged artery, more like gives you the itis. But oh. Jesus Christ, man, <laughs> you go full on dark right there. Hey, I mean, I'm just saying. Talk about Black yeah, I know, Friday. I know you're sick, but sheesh. Like that was dark, man. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. We we give thanks. Well, actually, it's, it's Black Friday. Okay, you know what makes more sense? It's Black Friday. It's pre-Black Friday, but uh, going off sports here. Apparently, I think Target's permanently closing their doors for Thanksgiving Day. Uh, they say that they're no longer going to be open Thanksgiving Day, so they I mean, never were. Good, huh? Oh, they, they, they. I mean, I don't work at Target, so it doesn't affect me anymore. But oh, yeah. But I'm saying, like, you know how usually Walmart, Target, like sometimes they'll be like, oh yeah, we're going to open at like two or three, or sometimes even six o'clock on Thanksgiving Day. So they technically to start the Black Friday sales. Well, I think Target's permanently closing. 
opening either like at one in the morning or two in the morning or even maybe four or five early in the morning like something, something like that but I mean, that's yeah, more considerate to like the, you know, obviously for the, yeah, workers, the workers. Yeah. Which I, I, get to spend. I feel for them. I mean, you know, yeah. I did work you, there. You personal, personal experience, you feel for them. Yeah. So I, I could totally get that. No, yeah. Let them be with their families before they have to come in at one in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah. Trust me about that. Shit. So, I mean, Fall yeah. Black Friday. Yeah. Working retail and Black Friday. But like, let's be honest. Is Black Friday even the same anymore? Like, like it's not, it's not. Everything's now online, and now you can do the Black Friday shopping online. Like you know, obviously well, Cyber Monday was a thing, but I mean, it seems like it, there's. Oh yeah, you could just do the Black well, Friday sale. Like some people well, already have their Black Friday sales going on right now. Like I mean, like as the yeah, week is Amazon, going, Amazon, Amazon has their shit going. I think Best Buy does. Um, Alphaly, like you said, they do. Um, they, well, uh, uh, think, oh yeah, spoiler guys, I work at Alpha League. So. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody's going to be messaging you up now. Um, but but um, I think as we as we're recording right now is Monday. But right now, as you're listening to this, more than likely you either are shopping or you're either like online listening to us, having a separate window open. But there are some stores that have sales like in store only, like you know a certain certain thing. Like randomly walking up to it, and it's like, oh shit! It's like this, this is cheap, and it's not available online because online it's full price. That's true. So, but I got a question so for you, like, Edward. When, yo, when you when you think of Black Friday, well, speaking of Black Friday, hmm. knowing the way Madden has gone <laughs> as of recently, hmm. and maybe you can even throw FIFA in there as well. I mean. I know that people that are like heavily on the Maddens. I haven't played. I haven't picked up Madden since Madden 19. Actually, like that's when oh, I man. like I was that's done. In, I was I done was, with I was, Madden. I was probably way before that. Oh uh, frick! I don't even know. I think, were, I think you really weren't you know into what? Madden like that, though. Well, no. I think I had it for the PS3, and then that was the last one. I think I'll be honest. I think the one I got last, the last one I got, I think Brett Favre was on the cover, dude. Okay, that's Jesus. that. That's Jesus. I think it was 09, Madden 09. No, that was, that was Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Okay, then I think that was probably Madden. Damn, like uh, I don't know, man. Whenever it was like Brett Favre on the cover, I think because I, I don't remember Drew Brees being on the cover. Oh, I take it back. I take it back. It was two running backs, uh, the Tennessee Titans running back, and uh, uh, I can't remember who else it was. But it was it was it was a uh, it was it was them. It was two two players. I think it was uh, the Steelers. Uh, they had a no. It had to be Troy Polamalu and and, uh, and Larry Fitzgerald then. Okay. Then, yeah, so it was a player. Then, it was a player from the Cardinals and a player from the Steelers. Okay. There you go. Then yeah, that one. No, so so that's the last one I think I played. Jeez, jeez, that was, yeah, that was a good was, one though. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah, but yeah. So I mean, like you know, and and then, like obviously FIFA hasn't has kind of gone down over the years. Um, I've now gone the online route. Um, where I'm playing it on PC. I don't know why I said the online route. I'm going the PC route now with FIFA, and that's because of this great thing called mods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so because of, of these great things called mods, I can actually I actually can play against Juventus and Sarah Piermonte Calcio. So, so I like oh, yeah. that. <laughs> so, uh, But I guess my question is, Edward, with some the way some of the game, these video games kind of have lost, it, I mean, I guess you could say it's, it's velour now. Like even I've heard terrible things of Call of Duty Vanguard, and oh, and, and, and from what I, 
And from what I heard from the yeah, what I heard from the betas for Battlefield, like it's is it worth it to get a video game right now? Black Friday is what I'm asking. Honestly. I'm honestly not even looking into it. Like, uh, okay, so for example, I played PS4. I looked into the Black Friday sales that they have. Uh, FIFA and Madden are actually on that list of games that they have on sale. Um, I mean, compared to the 60 bucks that you normally spend, I think it's like, what, 30 bucks? So it's not that bad. Actually, it's like half off. Yeah, so I mean, it's not that bad. It's just... Uh, not, not it's not a lot of games you're you're waiting for. Like this year around Black Friday, I think course, maybe you know, they're, NBA two K, NBA two K probably is still like maybe worth. maybe maybe uh to run up to go to the sale. Um, maybe some off brand games like um, I mean Kingdom Hearts three, I think is a one on that's one on sale. Um. There's a few other that are like and, RPGs and, and stories and stuff also like that. Also, my, so. my thing for Call of Duty, guys, um, I mean, Warzone is still a thing, right? I think so. I have not like, played it yet. Why would you pay for Call of Duty when you still have Warzone? Where you, uh, I mean, essentially, you, 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 I guess, I guess it's similar like to Fortnite where it may well, be free, but there's add-ons <laughs> that you can also purchase. Well, no, because I think Warzone is literally like a open, like a, like basically PUBG, Fortnite kind of feel to it. But then you also want the people who just want to play regular TDM. Um, they just want to, they just want to do the regular, like you know, either a small, a small squad against small squad kind of shit, a smaller map. They don't want to go and run through the one freaking little town to another one to make sure that you don't get hit with the gas or whatever. Like, and then, I'm pretty and then sure they Halo play that. just dropped the freak. A free game, right? Uh, Waypoint, I think it is. Um, it's not a free one. I think what it is is on the PC. Uh, they dropped. They're dropping the trilogy. So they that's a that's a big announcement. Like I think on the PC they dropped the trilogy, the remake trilogy. So it's gonna look really clean, I think. And um, anyways, even, the whole point of all this is just saying that maybe right now is not the time to be taking advantage of Black Friday sales on video games. Maybe. Maybe go get yourself a TV or... Ironically, that's what you need for to play video games. So there you go. I mean, and then now you have smart TVs now. So like, you don't even... Honestly, like half... Majority of the time when I still had my PS4, I I, I got... I sold my PS4. But like, mm. when I had my PS4, like half of it would be playing video games. I, 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 I'm, I'm lying. It's like 30% playing video games and the rest was just watching Netflix. So, and now with these smart TVs, they come with, you can, you can just install Netflix on your TV and you can just watch it straight from your TV because it has an app now, um, because technology. So I mean, that, like maybe just get yourself a TV or, or maybe those, or get your, get yourself some alpha lead apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, 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 yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I, I think. This is not the era for video games, is what I'm. What me and we're trying to say. I think is, what's going on is like everything's dying. It's physical, and everybody's just going digital. So yeah, I think that's what it is. Like you don't really see like the TV announcements anymore. Everything's more like online. Uh, you know, even with the movies, like it's kind of it's kind of dying down. And now the commercials. And honestly, like, I'm kind of expecting not to. Not to, I'm not really expecting like a frenzy for Black Friday anymore since everything's online. I'm sure you're gonna still have the people that are loyal to the 
to the, the, the traditional Black Friday and camp out outside of a Best Buy. But I just, I don't think it's the same anymore. I think now that you have the online option, I think people aren't going to camp out <laughs> in front of a, a Walmart. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know, man. And that's, I think that's what it is, too. That's, it, it's a, I think it's a positive way to look at that because then, you know, maybe less, you know, people getting trampled over, getting hurt. Oh, and, and, and COVID, that's the whole thing. So. Yeah, so that's, that's a big thing. So I don't even understand why people are still, you know, there's some people treat it like, oh, nothing's happening. You know, everything's okay. Everything's copacetic. But then, you know, little things like that, then, of course, that's when everything starts happening. And, I mean, shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, anyways, so hopefully everyone had a, a good Thanksgiving. Hope you guys are having a safe Black Friday if you're if you're out there going and participating in the purge. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we have a jam-packed show because we're, we're spending way too much time talking about this. <laughs> so we got a jam-packed show. We got our headlines. We did. We have. We have something big happening. That you know, this this is the era where Edward Edward gets to, doesn't have to be miserable for the whole season. So uh, so another good news happened that involves a manager getting fired. Well, you, I'm sure you can connect the dots there. Um, we're going to go ahead and not necessarily debate, but obviously give you guys our our third installment of our U.S. Men's National Team reactions with the international break officially being con- well, it's been concluded, but obviously now we have time to digest. And really get our essential reaction to what we saw for the U.S. men's national team. Um, obviously, recap some games. There were some really good games this weekend um, that we definitely want to talk about. Um, Edward has a great game, uh, which was tr- really fun if you got to see it. And uh, and I also have a really good one as well. Um, players of the week. And then get you guys some games coming up this weekend. Obviously, the MLS playoffs and the Apertura playoffs are still continuing for MLS and Liga MX. So, you know, there's that, but obviously there's going to be some goodies across Europe. And then wrap this show up with a three up, three down. And this is going to kind of hurt our tug, our, our, our heartstrings a little bit because obviously, you know, we love music. Edward loves music. I love music. Obviously, you guys know Spencer loves music. Um, and this topic is Songs of our generation that will be considered classics or old people music. So, yeah, like it, it, one of the one of the worst things that happen to make you, when you realize that you're kind of you're getting up there in age is when a a band or a, a, a musician has a greatest hits album, and that's when you're like, oh, so that era is over. <laughs> so, so that's kind of where we're going with that. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with these headlines. Yo, Edward, I'm digging that jersey. Where did you get it? Thanks. I got it at fanatics.com. What's fanatics? Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. You can get the gear of all your favorite teams. Even NASCAR? Even NASCAR. If you shop using our link, not only will you be getting swagged out, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. Nice. I'm going to start shopping now. And we are back. Once again, make sure you guys check out our social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, at Insert Name FC. So you can go ahead and go to our bios. You'll see a link. It'll take you directly to how you can listen to us, either through Spotify, Pandora, Apple, or through Spreaker, or... Obviously, we're basically on anything that has podcasts, we're there. 
Um, obviously, the insert name uh, clothing store, which unfortunately we had to end end an era. We'll get we'll get to that one. But uh, we you know we still got the insert name FC shirts and hoodies. So make sure you guys go ahead and get yourself swagged out with some insert name FC gear. And of course, our partners, Fanatics, Swift Lifestyles, and Audible. So that's you know how you can check them out. And of course, the Belly Up website. So you can go and check out all the great articles and their partners as well. But Edward, it's time for headlines and. We have an update with what's going on with Benjamin Mendy. Yeah, so, oh man. So if you guys don't know, Benjamin Mendy, former right back or left back, eh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> he's he, he, a former player for Manchester City. He ends up, uh, he ends up some some charges, some rape charges that come out for him in August. Um, he ends up, you know, they're under investigation, gets arrested. Um, obviously, Manchester City lets him go. They release him. I mean. Why would they keep him on his payroll? I mean, yeah, of course. With all the controversy surrounding him, so yeah, yeah. So there's a slight update now. So not a slight update. I don't know why I said it like that, but more have come out. So there are more allegations that are coming out uh, in the forefront of Benjamin Mendy, and so now he is facing six counts of rape and one sexual assault charge. Um, it, yeah, it's uh, I mean, you know, me and I obviously for. For reference, if you guys haven't realized, me and Edward are from Houston, and uh, let's just say we kind of get a good idea. Okay, maybe it's not this bad, but we kind of are familiar with a certain Houston athlete, right? Uh, a Houston sports athlete that is currently dealing with some allegations. Uh, <laughs> uh, the only difference is obviously Mendy's arrested because you know, you know that you know it's it's more, obviously this is a more serious issue. I'm not saying yeah. okay, okay. Well, Deshaun, it, that's a very serious issue because you know that's still pretty bad what he did. But I mean, so we kind of are familiar, and we know when numbers seem to increase, it doesn't end up boding well for a person. Um, so yeah, Benjamin Mendy is, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I mean, one, he deserves to be in, in where he's at right now, uh, definitely. But it is, it, yeah, it's one. Uh, props to everyone that has come out now. You know, being able to feel safe enough to come out and 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 speak on the, on what they've experienced is one as one commendable um but obviously you know make sure that they get the justice that they do need yeah exactly cuz i mean it, it's 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 a very serious situation it's i uh, i mean it's just hopefully uh, there's no there's no compensation for this honestly like i can't you can't really take it back you can't like so yeah i just i, I don't know i don't i'm i'm kind of like a little bit i can't really say the words i can't really describe a certain situation where i'd be like okay everything's going to be okay once this this and this and this and this happens cuz when it comes to this like when it comes to you know rape you know it's like I mean, one I charge. One charge is more than what well, I mean. One charge is is already bad as it, it is. You can't take it back personally. Like, you, like me. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a guy. Never would I suggest to anyone like, okay, you should try this to get her attention on because she's hot. Go for her like this. Be manhandle her like no, like just don't even bother. If you if you already went for it and it happened. I can't say there's going to be retribution. There's going to be like the the most that you can expect out of this is just 
a fine in prison time and, and, you know, just him getting beat the crap out of himself or, you know, hell, he might decide to take his own life away, but you can't Ooh, take away. Okay, yeah, well, let's not go there. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just saying like that might be in his own, in his own mind, but I'm just saying like, there's no, um, uh, reciprocity to, you know, the people, the, the, the women that are coming out, you know, like they, they come out saying, Hey, you know, like this happened to me too. Um, it's just, it's just sad for somebody of that stature, you know, to, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of, a lot of people would look up to him. They would respect him because of how the way he played and maybe, you know, he showed him a side that wasn't this type of person. And now, you know, it's kind of like looking at him now with all these allegations, with all, with the sexual assault. It's just, yeah, it's just, I'm, like I said, I can't finish, I can't even finish the sentences right because it's, it's just a little bit, it's hard for me to say. No, yeah, just, that's it, just wrong. Yeah, this is, a, this is obviously going to be a, a touchy subject and, and that's understandable. Um, but I mean, it, it's what's going on. And, and, and I mean, yeah, I, I you know, it's it's all it you know all it takes is it's one decision it's one decision that can costly change your life and, and clearly it's it's changing Benjamin Mendy's life obviously this guy for a lot of people saw okay some maybe would have deemed him overrated as a as a fullback but some people saw him with problems obviously playing for Manchester City people would have thought that like you know hey Benjamin Mendy you know obviously would probably be a future France. Na- uh, national team player. I think he did play with, with the French national team. I could be wrong. I could have mistaken him for Furlan Mendy as well. But I mean, uh, but with Benjamin Mendy, obviously, it's just the fact that he's this, you know, one, he's a French player, but two, just has so much promise and plays with that pa- that pace that he's that he has, um, and able to use that pace for his for his advantage on the attack as well as on the defense. Uh, but you know, it, and this is like these decisions like this that he he chose to do where and it's it's awful because you know like you know he's he's a professional athlete i don't think i mean in general anybody in general you don't have to do this you shouldn't need you shouldn't need to do this to 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 be with someone like you know obviously if if the answer is no then obviously accept it and move on you know and, and sometimes i think people just don't get that concept and that's unfortunate and obviously you know him making the making that choice to to proceed um with, without any consent and and obviously I don't know what exactly happened because we didn't it's not like it's not like me and her I mean I would have the footage and and the stories and all that's happened um yeah and yeah so uh, it's one of those things that like we don't know the whole story but obviously when you hear when you hear the word rape it's not it's not mo- most people can at least essentially get like the, the bullet points, if you will, in these matters. And, and once again, it's a choice that was made and, and it's a, a, a one, it's harmful to the person that is experiencing it because it's, it's one of those things that they're going to have to live with a lot of people with, with fear, you know, for some of them that, that end up like the, the aftermath, some of them live with fear for the rest of their lives. And, you know, obviously una- feel, have the feeling of unable to trust someone. And th- those are some things that come with it as well. And you're, re- and that, you know, for, for Benjamin Menzies' situation, you're the one responsible for that. Like, you're the reason why this person can't trust another one, why this person can't, you know, be by themselves 
without fear. And so, no, yeah, I, I, one, I hope justice is given to these, to, to all those who were affected by what Benjamin Mendy has done. Um, and, and I think I hope that Benjamin Mendy, and, and this is one of those things that I always say, uh, uh, what's the word that I'm, I'm trying to think of right now? Uh, retribution, I think, uh, it's it's going to be hard to you know to recompose yourself and and try to spill over a new image without being reminded of what you've done like forever forever for the rest of his life he's going to be known for this that's just how it's going to be for him and and rede- redemption that's what i was looking for redemption to me is always going to be one of those things where if it, as long as to the people that matter to you that's all that matters, to be honest. Like if your family, if you're the people that you matter more, matter more to you, if they're able to forgive you and 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 redeem you, then that should be fine. I mean, I don't, I don't ever see the situation where the people that that were that were, were you know cause that who Benjamin Mendy made these uh, interactions with would ever redeem you know give him redemption because I mean he doesn't deserve it. But like I said for him is just focusing on who he can get his redemption from. And that'll be his loved ones. If he's able to get that opportunity to redeem himself, but it's going to be one of those things that that's going to be forever labeled on him. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to be something different. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, so there is the update going on with Benjamin Mendy. I'm sure as more things go on, we'll, we'll touch back on it. Um, once again, we we understand that you know there's going to be some uncomfortable discussions from this, but you know, this is one thing that I will never shy. I I don't shy away from touchy subjects. I mean, you know, me and Edward have done this before. Um, we know we like to joke around every once in a while, but you know what? This is one of those times where I mean, we we kind of have to you know become serious with it. But um, yeah, that's going on with Benjamin Mendy, and we'll be moving on to the next headline, and um, it's. I mean, it's not as bad as what Benjamin Mendy did, but it's um, it's just wow. That's all I gotta say is wow is the word that I think of, and that is uh, Lagoon fans are are back to being wild again. Um, oh yeah, this is the third time now, Edward. The third time, <laughs> the third time in this in this podcast that we have mentioned yeah. in this year in this season. <laughs> didn't 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 we say that they gotta up their shit? And, and weirdly enough, the first time it happened, Marcel was part of it. And here we are. Marcel is back at it. And it, it wasn't Marcel's fault. It just so happened that Marcel was the team that was being effaced. <laughs> yeah, true. And, and so so what we're talking about, if you guys don't know, uh, you know, Olympic Marcel and Olympic Lyon were set to play their game. And obviously, it's a rivalry game. I don't... I don't it is a rivalry, a rivalry game. I just don't know exactly why. It just... Ironically enough, both these teams happen to be called Olympic before they say their city. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's the reason. That would be a stupid reason. That goes back to my whole Uruguay Paraguay or rivalry because they both end with the same thing. But hey, maybe I'm that's the, but there we go. Um, but the game was stopped at the four minute mark. Not four minutes into the second half, four minutes into the game. The first initial whistle was blown. Kickoff happened. A play happened. We're in a corner kick for Marcial, and the game stopped because a fan threw a water bottle at, weirdly enough, 
We talked about him the first incident. And here we are again, mm. Dimitri Payet. Dimitri Payet has now been a part of two fan altercations. <laughs> like, I'm kind of feeling some deja vu here, man. It's, it's not, it's not. I think they just, for one, Payet's a good player. I mean, for one, you know. He's the captain he is, of Marcial. Yeah, he's a good player. He is a threat. He's, a, he's attacking. He's up front. He's going to deliver a pass. He's a threat. So I guess, in a way, that's their, that's you know the fans' way of trying to stop him by throwing stuff at him, getting into his head, and they literally almost got into his head by freaking throwing. A, I think it was like an almost full water bottle, and it got chunked and hit him right in the ear on the side, on the left side of the of the head. I think it was like neck, ear, and it bounced like that. So it hit him. It, I mean, coming from up there, and you chunk it. And gravity, letting gravity do its work, yeah, it's gonna hurt you big time. No matter where it lands, it's gonna hurt. Yeah, I'm it like, was it, it it was bad. And then obviously the the refs end up immediately start ejecting all the well, not ejected. They send all the players to the locker rooms, and then once two hours have two hours have passed, and they have officially decided to abandon the game. This is now the third time in Liga in this season where a game has been abandoned. And at this at this point at this point I think that the rivalry matches like this they're probably going to start playing them either with no fans at all they could call it as a they could they could be like okay well per COVID you know we're going to go ahead and not you I know, mean you can it. you can use the the fancy jargon and, and and try to make it sound like that but we all know what's going on yeah exactly we all but, know but but at the same time it's like you can put it on the fans as well, but then it's it's honestly the fans' fault. But it's like the security is so lax, I guess. The, the, the now secu- it's just- security was definitely atrocious. But at once, but the only thing that's different from this time versus the first the first Marcial experience, um, the fans did not storm the field. Um, weirdly enough, you can also say that for the second incident, the fans did storm the field on the, that one as well. Um, Jesus Christ. Maybe because it was maybe because it was but, such an early on in the game. But, maybe that's why they didn't storm. I don't know if it was that. I think maybe just like one, at least they, you know, self, you know, a little slight to movement, you know, slight improvement. You know, obviously they stopped it as soon as things got obviously crazy, which was mm-hmm. throwing, a, throwing a water bottle at Dimitri Payet. Um, but like, because the first instance, obviously, you know, fans are are, you know, are are what, what's the word that I'm trying to think of? Uh, um, they, were, they, they were chirping. They were chirping at Dimitri Payet. Dimitri Payet obviously responded back. And then next thing you know, you had some fans running onto the field, you know, and trying to throw hands with Dimitri Payet um, and other Marcial players. Um, so that happened. That was the first incident. The second incident was the fans went across the field to go fight the fans of the other team. So different, but not really. They still stormed the field. Um, just that players like, weren't players weren't involved like, this time. I feel like this was that episode of The Office where Jim's like five to seven minutes, five to seven minutes, uh, four minutes. It's different, but not really. Five to seven minutes. It's like <laughs> when he was trying to explain, like, the, yeah, the, no, I, I, yeah. Guess, I guess so that's why we were like, it's different, but not really. So I was like, yeah, yeah, it's like it, it kind of was different. I mean, it was fan on fan, not fan on player. No, no, um, it was not different. It was not different. It was I mean, it, the, the fans weren't hurting the players. No, it, was, it wasn't different. Basically, and it was during halftime. 
what what I'm trying to say is like this is just riled up. It's just the common theme yeah. is the fans are aren't are acting right, and security clearly sucks. It's the, that's the two recur- recurring themes. But like this time, I mean, they stopped the game four minutes into the game, and and then um, yeah, so they decided to abandon the game. But yeah, I think you're right though. I think like legal <laughs> at this point, legal can't ignore it. They're gonna have no, to. They can't. Especially now with these big rivalry games, they're gonna have to. Which is crazy to think that PSG and Olympic uh, Martial didn't didn't have any issues. But I guess PSG I mean, PSG fans maybe know better. Or, well, I don't yeah, know. but it's kind of like um, I think I think with PSG fans, I think what it is, it's um, they they know they know already. Like if their team was already, you know, winning, they're gonna be good. They they'll be they'll be they'll be good. Like they'll, they'll be calm. They won't take it too far. Uh, and then plus other teams, you know, who are like diehard, let's say, uh, Marseille fans, Lyon fans, like when it comes to Le Classique, you know, like they, they, they understand PSG is on a far superior level. Mind you, right now with the acquisition of, of Messi, you know, of course fans go there because there are fans of the team, but they also want to see Messi play. And then, you know, so, so I guess you could say they have a little bit of a, they they gain a little bit of respect for the team just because Messi's there, so maybe that's why they wouldn't make such a big deal or like they throw stuff like that. So like, for example, let's put it this way: if Messi started playing for Marcel, maybe then the fans wouldn't actually be throwing shit on the on the on the grounds, you know, because they're they they they're like, oh shit, Messi's coming over, you know, to us. Like that's one thing I would like to see. So if it's PSG against Marcel. Has it happened yet this season? I'm not exactly sure, but let's wait and see. See what happens. Because in or or you know what I'm saying, or or even if it's Olympic Lyon, like against against uh, against uh, PSG. Well, Le Classique has 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 been played. Yeah, it it has. I know that. That's the only reason why I know that is because you said it all fancy and stuff. But um, I want to see like start for being cultured. Well, basically, what I'm trying to say is, like, I guess maybe Marcial is is the is like looked at as like the the redheaded stepchild, you know, like off 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 <laughs> off of the the lagoon. Like that's what I'm trying to say. Like, they, so they're the ones that are all constantly getting beat, you know, like literally physically beat. Like they're getting thrown stuff. Jesus, are, so, so so no no I mean is no other no other no other no other fans have gone in and thrown stuff at their players. Yeah, it's just it just why is it like you said? Why is it always a Marcial? So that's why I'm like, I guess my next experience would be like, let's watch a PSD game against Marcial, see where it leads, like see how see how dirty it can get, and and if nothing happens, it's like. Okay, then something's going on with the other fans, and then see those teams, the ones that cause it, you know. Well, I mean, obviously, it was a road game for Marcial. Uh, that's obviously the, the constant theme. Uh, but at least for these two incidences where a fan essentially assaulted a player. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I think obviously Ligon can't just let another incident happen. I think they're going to have to. Be a little bit stricter with their as far as their attendance is going to be. Um, if that's you know, it's happened three times now, where fans have have done something to to stop a game, 
Um, I think at this point you have to to really think about it and and kind of just maybe maybe League One doesn't deserve to have fans on the field, and I mean that that and that's like league wide. So I mean, even though it's going on with Leon and and I believe the other the other incident was Nice. Um, I mean, it, even though it happened in those stadiums, hey, let's just let's just end it now. And, and I mean, essentially, you're pun essentially you're punishing everybody for for what three fan bases did. But I think yeah. at this point, it's 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 just it's three too many, three too many incidences. So oh, I, yeah. I think the, at, at this point, League is going to just have to just have to stop having fans and <laughs> fans attending the games. Yeah, I, I think that would be. I think that would be the case, in my opinion. Like, like I said, that was my my first initial reaction to do that. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. All right, Edward. We'll go ahead and in the the final headline for this episode, and I know you're really you really can't wait to talk about this one. This is speaking of, of too long, to, way too long to take to happen. Um. Ole's out. It, uh, the the prodigal son is no longer the manager of Manchester United. Yeah, exactly. Like that, that right there. It's just um, it, it's it to me. To me, it's bittersweet because I'm of course you know I did want him out, and I've, I've been wanting him out. It's just you know you kind of find out he he is a. a players coach like he he's good with the, with the players and everything like he wasn't a, a dick or anything like that and then he was and then they i think in the in the, in the last interview he did or or doing that he actually teared up i think uh like when they they told him like you know well you know this being your last you know or your interview for manchester united or you knowing you got sacked and i think he he felt it like he felt that and so did the players so it's like yeah, you know, it's it's bittersweet. Like I'm 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 happy for Manchester United, but at the same time as for old Gunner, like, you know, well, I'm sorry, but honestly, I think that is the better situation for him. Even if he loves the team and he wants to do good for the team, sometimes walking away is a good thing for the team and for honestly for him too. He might actually find now that he has Manchester United on his resume and actually being one of the managers that have been standing there for a long time, even with all the blunders and stuff, um, he, he has a, like, to be honest, like, he has a pretty good resume to even have, like, I don't know. I mean, the fact team. that he, he got Manchester United back in a Champions League spot. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's something. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they finished second place last season. And I mean, granted, they were nowhere near close first place, but no, <laughs> yeah. nobody, nobody was clear. Yeah, if, if anything, you guys were the closest to second place, but to first place because you guys were in second. <laughs> because it was, you know, obviously Magic City just stole that, took, yeah, took the just, title from just, like a yeah, mile they away. Just, they just, they just, oh, yeah. Mind you, going into December, they were like, not even in the top six. So yeah, that was I, like I think, I think I think it was like Manchester City. I think had four or five games to play left, and yet they were already the champions. So I yeah. was like, I was like, the fuck. I was like, and then the, yeah, I was like, oh well, whatever. But yeah, it was just it was just like basically I was like Manchester United just has to lose, or Manchester City has to lose all their games. Manchester City has to lose all their games in order for them to actually 
have a chance. And no, just to have a chance. Just have a chance. Not even, not even to that's like not, secure that's it. Not, just not, to have a chance. Yeah, just to have a chance. That, I was like, that's not even. No, but, I already knew that shit. But anyways, but, so let's 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 talk about the obviously Ole game. What? Okay, let me ask you this question before we get more into Ole. Um, right. Obviously, you had two managers get fired from teams that you that you support. Um, yep. Which one? Which one? I was. Would you say is more of a relief for you? The obviously Coleman getting fired from Barcelona, or Ole getting fired from Manchester United? Of a relief, I would say Barcelona. Okay. Okay. I was like, Coleman, Coleman. Because, uh, like, like I said, I mean, at least old Gunner, you know, he he was winning matches. He, he he was winning matches. He was he was making it work. Coleman was just well. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think Col- I think Col- I think the best way to describe it is, I think the Barca players were were done with Coleman, whereas the Man U players were definitely still trying to fight for Ole. Yeah, they were. I mean, how many times did Ronaldo save that dude's job? <laughs> Not only that, but I, okay. So we'll go into it. So obviously. The, the game that that essentially got Ole the the door uh, was them losing to four to one to Watford. Watford, oh, yeah. a te- I believe, a team that's kind of is kind of flirting with that relegation zone. Even though Ranieri kind of has turned Watford slightly around, I'm not going to say fully around because let's face it, Watford. Um, the they have they're they're called the Hornets, but they have a moose on their badge, so. <laughs> I, I can't I can't make this up. Um, <laughs> just, just, that's what Watford is. If you guys want it, you, you can look it up. They're called the Hornets, and they have a moose on their logo. Why are they not the moose? I have no maybe, idea. Maybe maybe because it wasn't something that they weren't expecting. You know I'm not I mean? I'm like, not here to judge, man. <laughs> I'm really not. But anyways, they end up losing to Watford four to one, and and honestly, it was just. An embarrassing showing, and and as much as people wanted to blame Ole on the performance, let's face it, the players just weren't there. Um, they were down ten men. Uh, that's that doesn't help. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's face it. Like most of the time, if Ronaldo can't save this team, they're not going to win. And this was one of those games that even Ronaldo couldn't fix. Like the game was bad from the beginning. Um, and you end up losing four to one causes like the one of the biggest upsets of the season. Um, if you bet it on Watford, I'm sure you're a very rich person right now, because that's a that's a big money line right there. But um, but yeah, kind of going back to the conclusion of the game. Obviously, Ole goes over to the fans, you know, you know, claps it up, and you know, you have the fans booing his ass off. Which let's face it, that was going to happen. Um, but you saw the thing that I like to the thing that I want to highlight is is Bruno Fernandez. Um, you know, he, he immediately tells the, you know, he's giving the fans the, the no, 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 it's not on him. It's on, like, he's pointing at all, at all, uh, all of the players, like it's on us as well, you know? And once again, that just kind of shows that the players have some admiration for Ole Gunner. Um, and you know, obviously once they announced the firing of Ole, you had, uh, De Gea, you had, uh, you know, McGuire, uh, Bruno Fernandez, a lot of players, uh, of Manchester United, giving a post on social media about how much they admire Ole Gunnar, um, how much they have admiration for him, and even called him a legend. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the players did show a lot of support for Ole. How do you feel about that? I mean, honestly, um, like I said, it's, it's kind of kind of bittersweet on, on another 
So I'm just like, I'm, this isn't me crying. Honestly, this is just me clearing up my sinuses. Sure, we'll so, go with it. Yeah, I'm so, but just I, uh, like, uh, even, even Cristiano Ronaldo posted up, you know, like, uh, like, you know, he started as my striker when I first joined the team because he was there when he first joined Manchester United. And then he's like, and, you know, he's leaving as my coach because of me still being a player here, like, you know, after Ronaldo came back. And so he's like, he's, he, he's a, what do you put it? He, he, uh, he put it, he put it on there. He, he literally said that he was an amazing human being. He was, oh, there he is. he's an outstanding human being. So not just amazing, but outstanding. You know, and he's like, I wish him the best and whatever his life has reserved for him. Good luck, my friend. You deserve it. So it's like, I feel, I feel the same, like, in that sense. Because, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, fuck. I mean, how many times did we joke around? No, you mostly. Like, you know, old gunner, we trust, you know? Like, I mean, we... we how that was, dare you? I said that in full support. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure we can go back to the replay where we were like, oh, uh, you guys, uh, just to let you know, this is just the ironic satire joke over here. You know, this is just a satire. But anyways, <laughs> putting you out there, I don't know, throwing you in front of the bus there. But, um, you know, just, uh, it, it, like I said, it's a bit bittersweet because according to basically every one of the, all the players, you know, that he was, he was that, he was that cool guy. He was that, that really, um, player kind of coach. But I think what Manchester United really needs is somebody who's a bit strict and they can actually, they respect kind of like what Barcelona did with Xavi, like basically just set him down and try to overhaul everything. And, you know, that's what, I think that's what Manchester United needs. They have the players capability. It's just, you know, being, I guess you could say, being the cool teacher isn't, you know, what this team needed. Um, it's probably what got him, like, well, not probably, but it is what got him, you know, canned. So, you know, I, I do wish him the best for old Gunner. And like I said, maybe he'll move on to a team that I feel that he is meant for. You know, he's some, you know, maybe where, you know, young bucks are up and coming where they need a coach who, you know, who's also like pretty strict, but, you know, he's like, you know, I, I can teach you some things. Kind of like, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm hoping a lot for this one. But maybe like, maybe he can still stay in the EPL. I don't know, Stoke City. Um, well, Stoke City needs to get into the EPL first, but okay. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like stick, sticking around in the in, in the English in the English leagues, whether it's the Championship League or EPL. Um, we'll, we'll, de- we'll definitely see if what happens. But Ole. Um, I do think that he does. I mean, com- yeah, he didn't. Get, he didn't. He's the only one from since the pa- since the moving on from Sir. I don't know why I said the passing. Since the moving on of Sir Alex Ferguson, since he retired, um, you know, he's the only manager to have not had any silverware. Which, let's be honest. Uh, let's see. Uh, David Moyes. I think he got a supporter shield. Uh, I got. I'm not entirely sure what. Let me look at the trophies that the. Uh, let me see. Let me check. Let me check good old Twitter. Twitter <laughs> about the. Ah, okay. Okay. You know what? Frankly, who gives a shit? Um, you know, I know. I, obviously, I know David Moyes won a trophy. I know Jose Mourinho won the the Europa League and some other trophies as well. I think 
I know Louis, Louis Van Gaal also won a trophy. Um, and then obviously old Gunner was the only one that to have not won a trophy, but I still think that he made, he did make some positives with Manchester United, a team that really honestly no one had any, much expectations of, um, and to at least be in the Champions League, one after being, after firing Jose Mourinho and able to man the fort and get them in a Champions League spot, and then obviously fall in the season to finish in second place, um, I think are still worth note, even though uh, obviously once again, the one thing that really matters is winning a trophy, especially for Manchester United. So that's probably what could be his setback. But hopefully Ole is able to get a, a, a job somewhere else. I think he will. I mean, I think he has at least a resume that could uh, get someone's attention. Um, I mean, David Moyes managed to find work after him doing so poorly with Manchester United. So, I mean, I'm sure, sure it's possible. Um, but, you know, let's talk about Manchester United now. So obviously, they, you know, the job's open. You know, who's who's going to be that guy? And obviously, there's some rumors going around. Uh, Wayne Rooney has been someone that's been thrown around up there. Michael Carrick, another former Manchester United player. Um, not a former Manchester United player, but obviously just a legend overall. Zeni Zidane, who apparently is learning English as we speak right now. And <laughs> someone who has Premier League experience, Pochettino, have been linked have been linked to the Manchester United job and okay or you can go ahead and say it I was gonna say he's actually the number one uh the one that's basically uh highlighted um the top name highlighted to be the replacement or to be the next coach of Manchester United and that's obviously Pochettino mm-hmm. and, and so who who do you, who would you want do you want do you think Pochettino could be the guy to take over for Manchester United or or any of these other guys could come in and take that role or are or you think the or do you think Manchester United needs a little bit someone a little different honestly i mean shoot um fuck um michael Carrick would be a good uh a good example i think I think that he he would be kind of like uh, well, you remember how Ryan Giggs was like interim manager, player manager kind of stuff. Yeah. So so I think you know, I, I think the, um, that would be like the I guess Carrick would be the next best thing to Ryan Giggs, having that respect and then having also the. The strictness that I was saying. Um, Actually, ironic, ironically enough, I know Luis Enrique was also rumored, but I, I think he shot that rumor down real quick. Yeah, um, I think Zidane would be a good a good fit. He could he would actually use I think he would use Pogba. Like I think should be I used. think you keep Pogba <laughs> exactly Zidane. exactly. And I mean, obviously, with Zidane, if if you're able to bring in Zidane, you have you have Rafael Varane, you have Cristiano Ronaldo, um, guys that have have experience with Zinedine Zidane, and so they would definitely be, I get, definitely would be able to come, be able to make sure that they are able to help and make sure that they the team is able to play to the style which Zinedine Zidane prefers to play. Um, so that's that's honestly like I think. Even though they say Pochettino's the heavy favorite, I think Zinedine Zidane is obviously the more alluring one. You're talking about the guy that had found very quick success with Real Madrid, 
And I mean, could that have been more just of him being lucky enough that his first job just happened to be one of the most loaded teams in in, in all of, of soccer? Or, or could Lightning strike twice and he could do the same for Manchester United? Manchester United is a loaded team already, too. Just you got to make sure you use the ammunition, right? Yeah, and I mean, that, that's also a possibility. Um, I would, I think Zanadine Zidane logically should be the choice, but I, if, if, I don't know what it is about Pochettino, I, I mean, I get for him to get, be, get the PSG job, but I mean, when you look at him in Tottenham, he didn't win anything in Tottenham. Yeah, he was close to winning the Champions League, but close to winning the Champions League isn't winning the Champions League. So, okay, well, let's face it, it wasn't close because he lost two to nothing. But yeah. yeah, he got to the Champions League, and that's great. As, for Tottenham, that's great to be in the Champions League. But for Manchester United, being in the Champions League is, is nothing. They want to yeah. win the Champions League, they want to win the Premier League. This is a team with standards. Let's face it, Tottenham is not a team with standards at this point. They're just happy to be there. So, let's <laughs> just face it. So, like, for me, I just don't see what... And then, like, look at what... Poch, uh, yes, Pochettino was able to take... Well, no, Pochettino wasn't able to take PSG to the Champions League final. That was too chill. So, yeah, that was too chill. So, like... And, and then also, you haven't really been able to... You haven't really been able to get the best out of Messi, which is crazy right. to hear... It's a, for me to say that. To think, like, you really... I, I, I think you wouldn't have to try to get the best out of Messi. I think Messi just being there is the best. But yeah. like you know, he finally scores his first Premier League. Uh, Premier League. He finally scores his first league goal. Yeah, and it's in a messy style too. That little cut in November. To the, to the... We're in November, yeah. almost in, in December, and Messi finally scored his first league goal, his second goal for PSG. Yeah. So... Yeah, Jesus Christ! It's, it's just like wow. That's wow. Is all I gotta say, but uh, but I mean, I I, I definitely would say logically, Zinedine Zidane should be the guy. I don't know if I would take I would take such a gamble at Michael Carrick or Rooney personally. Michael Carrick, if you just want to get maybe as an interim, this would be the prime chance for Michael Carrick if you can bring him in in an interim role, kind of similar with all what they did with Ole. But obviously, Michael Carrick being well, I guess it's the same thing with Ole being a former Manchester United player. Um. Yeah, it's kind of. I guess you would kind of be. I feel like Michael Carroll. You're going to be going back to doing the whole Ole situation, in in some sense. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't. I don't think. I think right now, go get yourself a proven manager. This team should. For I keep forgetting, Jaden Sancho is in Manchester United. That's how. Oh, yeah. That's how much like how crazy Manchester United season has been. How is it that you have Jaden Sancho and, and I? I forgot Jaden Sancho's on the team. So, yeah. I I don't think this is the time to bring in an unproven manager or a manager that you're not entirely sure of. Like, no offense to Rooney and Carrick, but you guys, I don't. There's nothing that tells me you guys are going to be able to put this team at the next level. And I know people are going to say, "Well, what about Xavi?" Well, Xavi has proven it in Qatar. Yeah, he, he, like it, it's you. You made a team from Qatar look like Barcelona. I'm not saying that Xavi can make our indoor soccer team look like Barcelona, but if, if you if you could do something as impressive 
as making a team from Qatar look like Barcelona, then I, I'm definitely I feel confident in you coming out and play, and being the manager for Barcelona. Rudy, yeah. last time I che- I haven't really been checking up on Derby, but I'm pretty sure Derby isn't going anywhere. Um, and Michael Carrick, I mean, no offense to him, but you know he just doesn't have anything that's that's concrete enough to get me to say, yeah, he's the, he should be the next guy in line. I think this is the chance you need to get yourself a proven world class manager. You missed out on the chance to get Conte, um, and and now he's with Tottenham. Good luck to that one. But this isn't the time to go go get Pochettino. Go get Zinedine Zidane. Get a proven winner. If he fails, he fails, but at least you take the risk. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, not the risk. Let, let's just say they, they go guns a blazing. Yeah, I mean, I always say, yeah, go with Zidane. All right. So, I mean, we're both kind of on the same page on that one. But yep. all right, Edward, it is time. Not It's not a debate time. It's, it's really not debate because we're not debating it on anything. We're just Reacting to the U.S. men's national team, the, this is our third uh, international break for the U.S. men's national team in World Cup qualifiers. So we're going to go ahead and talk about that. that we're going to, the games have already passed, but now we have time to have digest the games in and really be able to put our thoughts on in this period of the U.S. men's national team. And we'll start things off with the first game because this was only two games in this international break. And the first one is their two to nothing win against Mexico. Um, USA had 49% of the possession of that game, had a total of 18 shots, five of them were on target, and the goals came in uh, almost late in the, well, basically late in the second half, which were goals by Christian Pulisic in the 74th minute, and by Weston McKinney in the 85th minute. I mean, we, we said it already about, about the Mexico-USA game. It was, USA just looked really great. They looked like the better team out there on the field. Um, and then they were, they were just you know, they were taking a lot of shots and it was just only a matter of time before they were going to find the, the back of the net. And all it took was to bring in Christian Pulisic and, and he did his damage and Weston McCain just put the dagger in there. Um, overall, just a great performance by the U.S. men's national team. Um, I don't think anybody had like a, a, nothing negative to say. I mean, worst thing to say is maybe DeAndre Yedlin had like an average game, but was able to do enough to make sure the U.S. men's national team got that clean sheet. Oh, okay. Um, oh. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, that was the first game. And then the second game was a little bit deflating, but it was a 1-1 draw uh, against Jamaica. It was, this one was at Jamaica. Um, USA had 62% of the possession, had a total of nine shots. Two of them were on target. So their shot count definitely went down by half Um in the second game, and the only goal that was scored was by Timothy Way in the 11th minute mark. Um, honestly, this probably would have been a loss. I, uh, it, I, I, I believe I do believe that Jamaica kind of got gypped in that part, but honestly, the ref wasn't the best overall, and you could definitely say that it, this is one of those games where where the USA got lucky that there's no VAR in in Concacaf uh, World Cup qualifiers, um, but. But I, I feel like there was a tale of two games, I think. But the one thing I will note for both these games is that Brick Brohalser actually put out two really good lineups. I think that he went for, he actually went for talent. Um, and, and I think that we got some good answers. And I think Timothy Weah has proven himself to be 
a solid player for the U.S. men's national team. I don't think anybody can ignore that. That Timothy Weah does belong with the U.S. men's national team as a starting winger. Um, you know, Christian Pulisic is going to do his thing. The midfield looks really good every time I see them. Um, I really want to know what's going to happen with Gio Reyna. I would like to see him play in that number 10 role. I know that I'm not going to see that from, from uh, Greg Berhalter, but I think Gio Reyna has to play that number 10 role. Um, but we know that a healthy USA, this team could be really good. Um, Pepe didn't have necessarily the best international break, but still was able to do the, the little things that people don't notice that, that strikers do. Um, so I don't think that necessarily, oh man, the question for strikers is still up in the air. I still like what I'm seeing from Pepe. I think you still continue with Pepe. He's still young, so he's still learning as he goes. So I'm okay with keeping Pepe up top. Um, but I think overall, um, there was some good moments, but obviously the, the Jamaica draw, that game was just a little bit rough to watch for, for the U.S. men's national team. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, like Jamaica's not, uh, not a, they're not a bad team. Honestly, they're not. They, and they, they do have some youth in there, you know, so. Like uh, they're, I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything, but like you know, like Mexico, they they kind of have to let the youth play, and then so that's, I think that's probably why U.S. beat Mexico. Um, not not downplaying, you know, U.S. U.S.'s uh, win against Mexico, it just you know, Mexico's teams is a little bit dated already, so they they need to give these young bucks a chance, just how U.S. has been giving all the all the youngsters a chance, so. But yeah, I mean, um, Jamaica. Jamaica's a, a good Concacaf team. I mean, to me, they've always been good. Yeah, I totally agree. And then, obviously, to wrap things up, the U.S. are now in, the, in second place in the Concacaf World Cup qualifiers. World first place is Canada, uh, which they had a great two-one win against Mexico in, in a very fun game. I don't, if Edward, Edward, if you didn't get to watch that game, uh, you missed out. I think it was. It was a little bit late at night, but it was very enjoyable uh, game just to see them play in the cold. Um, I thought it was very funny watching uh, Alvarado putting Vicks on his nose before entering the game as a substitute. Um, very, oh, I would have done the same. I would have done, done the same, bro. Well, screw that noise playing in the, in the cold like that. Yeah, yeah no, but I was like, that was to me, that was very relatable. All, only thing that was missing was him wearing thicker socks and, um, and wearing a tiger blanket. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, that was a really fun game. But yeah, all in all, I think the U.S. men's national team, my reaction is just there's a lot of good things to see from this U.S. men's national team. They're not perfect. Um, they need to be the, the real thing is just they need to be more consistent. Um, but I think overall, I, I, I give props to Greg Brawlter. He put good, two good out, two good lineups. Um, could have been a loss to Jamaica, but I mean, at least they got the point. I guess you can say at this point for 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 that defense. But obviously, if you were able to got three, you would have still been first place in the, in Concacaf World Cup qualifiers. But like I said, I really can care less where the U.S. stand in World Cup qualifiers as long as they finish in the top three. The that fourth place spot, I don't want them to see them in there only because I just don't want to take the chance of them having to play have to play a playing game. Just Qualify, go to Qatar, and let's see what they can do in Qatar. Yep, exactly. So, so that's how we feel. 
Um, this this reaction to U.S. Men's National Team was brought to you by Swift Lifestyles. Swift Lifestyles is the ultimate energy and focus supplement for the gamer. Now, me and Edward aren't gamers. I know we 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 spent a good fourteen minutes talking about about video games earlier in this episode, but we're really not gamers. But you know what? I wake up pretty early in the mo- in the morning to to for work. Edward also wakes up pretty early in the morning for work. And what we like about Swift Lifestyles is that when we drink it, one, it tastes good and there's no aftertaste on it. But also, you know what? It gives you that good energy. It gives you that good focus. And it doesn't give you a hard crash. You just kind of like cruise right into once the once the energy has done its run its course on you. Okay. Okay. I guess I was going to add on anything. Anyways. So if you go to their website, www.swiplifestyles.com, and you use the code insert name FC at checkout, you will receive a 15% discount. Also, be on the lookout for their Black Friday special. I'm sure they're going to have some Black Friday special. So throw that discount in there as well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Edward. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and take another break. Clearly, Edward needs to splash some water on his face, and we'll get going with game recaps. Hector, are you listening to music? No, I am not listening to music. I'm listening to my audiobook on Audible. What's Audible? Audible allows you to listen to a large library of audiobooks at your convenience. What if I'm not sure about Audible? Well, you can start a 30-day free trial when you use the link audibletrial.com slash podcast. Not only do you get the experience on Audible, but you'll also be supporting Insert Name FC. I'm going to start my free trial right now. And we're back. All right, Edward. Games to recap. What is your game to recap? All right. So my game to recap is actually, I'm going over here to the Italian league. Um, Inter versus Napoli. Yeah, so, this game was good. <laughs> so, Inter Milan actually beat Napoli 3-2. to two. Um, Napoli had 55% of the possession, so it wasn't, a, it wasn't a, a far-fetched kind of game, you know, where, you know, Inter had most of the possession. It was kind of a, I guess you could say, like a hard-fought game. Like, it, it was, it just got to show, like, you know, how, I mean, I use this word a lot, but how scrappy, you know, the Italian league can be, how rough it can be. And um, Inter outshot um, Napoli 17-9. And there was actually seven yellow cards in the game. So reiterating how scrappy and rough the Italian league can be. Yeah, especially when you're talking about the the big, the big, uh, let me see, Juventus, Napoli, AC Milan, Inter Milan. I'm missing one. Um, AC Milan. I did. I said AC Milan. Oh, you did. Um, Atlanta. I think Atlanta is supposed to be up there now. Do you want to throw Roma Um, in there? So, so you said Inter, AC Milan, Juventus, Atlanta, Napoli, Napoli. Yeah. Um, Roma. Yeah, we can throw Roma in there. All right, especially when you're talking about the big sixes in in the Serie A. Um, I feel like the matchups are a little bit more intense. I mean, it, it's a, it's overall just a physical league, but I mean, I think when it comes to like the big six, 
um, in, in in Italy. I think it, the, the the it's obviously more intense because you know these are the teams that are going to be are fighting for that top four spot to go into the Champions League. And obviously, right now the the number one spot is up in the air. So it's like it's not how it used to be before, where the team that's heavily you know the the team that's expected to win, kind of like Juventus, would just be in first the whole time. It's different now. It's it's literally anybody. It's up for grabs for anybody to get it. And Napoli is the team that I last time I checked was on top, but you know with this loss definitely opens up a little bit more for someone to uh, to jump over. Mm, yeah, I mean it's to me. It, I mean we we've, we've talked about this German league, the Italian league, like those are really like rough leagues, like where they use they're very physical. Um, yeah, Spanish, so you know, so, so, like I, so, so like yeah. I, as I said. So with that loss, Napoli is now at 32 points, and the team that's tied with them is AC Milan uh, with 32 as well. Then you have Inter just literally like behind them by four points. Atalanta, who's currently in fourth. Roma, that's in, in fifth. Lazio's in sixth. Juventus is in eighth, but that's a team that I will never count out. Um, I feel like they'll they'll definitely make an appearance in that in that top four at some point. Maybe not right now, but definitely in the halfway point. But yeah, like I mean, like right now it's up for grabs, and I think any of these teams are trying to build some sort of separation before Juventus becomes Juventus again. Yep, exactly. But yeah, all in all, big win for Inter Milan. You know, once again, this is a team that not many people expected much from, uh, and I think it's just maybe that's kind of a a, a slight disrespect to them because obviously they still have a very good team. But I think it's just the fact that, you know, you lose Conte, you lose Lukaku, you um, you essentially lost Ericsson. But I don't think, no disrespect to Christian Ericsson, but I don't remember him being that, doing that well at Inter Milan to begin with. Um, but, you know, losing a guy like Lukaku and losing like someone like uh, Conte, you would expect it. Okay, well, we don't know really what to expect from Inter Milan. But when you look at that Inter Milan team, let's face it, Lautaro Martinez, still very formidable. Um, you know, Arturo Vidal, he may be up there in age, but he still brings some value. Um, so I mean, like, Inter Milan isn't a bad team. And I mean, you know, props to, props to Inter Milan to a team that looked like they're about to be on a fire cell, uh, similar, oh, yeah. similar to, to Barcelona. And, and they're still, they're still doing their thing. And they're still, at least in the upper part of the group, t- of the, of the tables. Mm-hmm. But yeah, really good game. Um, obviously, whenever you have, any of the big sixes facing off against each other, it's going to be a good game to watch. So, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. Yeah. Well, what's your pick? So, my pick is the NWSL Championship game. Uh, the two teams that I did not jinx uh, throughout this whole this whole playoff. Um, Washington Spirit ends up beating the Chicago Red Stars in extra time, 2-1, to one, to win their first ever NWSL Championship. Chicago Red Stars Unfortunately, they do have. They did have the experience going into this, having final championship experience. But this young Washington Spirit team just went ahead and just did their thing. Um, as Washington had fifty six percent of the possession, they also outshot Chicago thirty one to fourteen. And like I said, the Washington Spirit have won their first NWSL championship in their team's history. Um, and not only that, but I mean, we got to highlight this player because. You know, we did talk about we did talk a little bit about her uh, at, at one point in this podcast, and that is Trinity Rodman Edward. 
her first year. Oh, yeah. Her first year as a professional soccer player, and she wins the championship. And she was a problem throughout the game. She did not score a goal. She, she did um, end up getting the game-winning assist, which was an amazing, uh, amazing cross that she was able to put out. But Trinity came into play. She had some dog in her, kind of like her dad. Um, but yeah, really cool to see Trinity Robin winning her first her first trophy in her career, in her, her very young career. Um, it was, now it seems like we have to say the first of many because um, she, she has a lot more years ahead of her. But yeah, pretty cool to see that the Washington Spirit, a very young team going into this playoffs. And I think that's the reason why so many people had doubts of Washington Spirit. At least that's what I'm speaking for myself um, because of their inexperience as a young team. But apparently that no one cares about that. And they went ahead and won the whole damn thing. Yep. Congratulations, sir. And the Washington Spirit. So, yeah. Congrats, <laughs> Washington Spirit, for winning the 2021 NWSL Championship, which was in Louisville. It was, it was in Louisville, Kentucky. So, it was really cool because, obviously, it's the new stadium, um, all of that. One, by the way, props to NWSL for moving, changing the venue from Portland over to Louisville, Kentucky, so that way the players didn't have to wake up at early in the morning for for uh, eight, 8 or 9 a.m. kickoff. They got to actually play at 12, so at least that was good for them. Um, but yeah, at least NWSL did that. But but yeah, I know it was great to see. Plus, it was on CBS, so if you guys didn't catch that, shame on you because it was a good game. It went to extra time, had a lot of drama in it, and of course, you had uh, a very young Washington Spirit team with a lot of promising future stars for the U.S. Women's National Team. Um, winning their first trophy. Okay, we're <laughs> all right. Now that was a awkward pause from Edward, but all right, that just shows you how proud he was of the Washington Spirit. <laughs> yeah. All right, Edward, players of the week. Who's your player of the week? All right, so my player of the week is actually. And he's one of my favorite players uh, all around. Is Marco Rose, who scored the winning goal in the Borussia Dortmund's two to one win against Stuttgart. So I mean, yeah, he. And so I was. He's he's one of my he's one of my favorite players. You already know that I have number eleven because of him. And so, yeah. Oh, that's why you were number eleven. Yeah, what do you think I was wearing eleven for? I don't know. At this point, I'm just like you. Just I just thought you just pick, randomly picked that one. So you know, I didn't know there was like there was actually some deep meaning behind it. It's not deep meaning. Just you know, one of my favorite players, and you know, hell, uh, he's he's basically the face of Borussia Dortmund at this point because he's been there for so long. Well, that's true. Yeah. So, but why are you highlighting your guy? So he he's um. I mean, he scored the winning goal against. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. You did say that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Talk about an awkward pause there, sir. Not awkward pause. Just 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 me just being having a brain fart. Yeah, so, it's all good. It's all good. Trust me, I understand. I know you do. Yeah. So, but yeah, and who's your uh, player of the week? My player of the week is Dusan Vlahovic. 
from Fiorentina, who scored two goals in Fiorentina's 4-3 win against AC Milan. Nice. And for, for those of you, make sure you guys remember the name Dusan Vlahovic because he is heavily, and he's also 21 years old, the young Serbian is heavily linked to multiple big clubs across the English Premier League, also in um, the Bundesliga, also in La Liga. So he is heavily linked. I know this is a guy that Arsenal has been heavily pursuing, uh, which means that they'll probably not get him until he's like 28. Um, That's just what happens with Arsenal. (laughs) But uh, yeah, he's a a really good player, uh, amazing player. And yeah, haven't had a chance to really highlight him, but here, here's my chance to highlight him um, because I, like I said, remember his name because he's he's coming, he's coming. So, and I mean, there's a reason why Fiorentina is looking so good this season, and, and this is definitely one of those reasons. No, all right, that's cool. That's cool. So, congratulations Jeez. to Marco Rose and Dusan Vlahovic for being our players of the week. All right, guys, so we do have some games coming up this weekend because there's always going to be games up this weekend because there's always going to be soccer during the week, during the season. And so we'll start things off at the MLS. And, of course, we have the MLS playoffs. So Yay! go ahead and watch that. It doesn't matter. Go watch it. Um, Atlanta United got eliminated, so so much for them for being my dark horse. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, New England Revolution fans, but maybe... Maybe the curse continues. <laughs> Sorry. Oh Sorry. damn! Yeah, I know. I was about to say. I was like, didn't you? Did you yeah. That? <laughs> yep. So, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. It, it didn't work. It didn't work for Liverpool, but <laughs> I think I think Liverpool's the uh, the the odd man out. Yeah, they, they don't have to worry about you anymore. They're the exceptions to the rule. Yeah, yeah, pretty so, much. But yeah, so make sure you guys check out the MLS playoff action that's yeah, going on this weekend. Yeah, because look what happened to Arsenal. <clears throat> All right, we don't have to talk about it. Are um, you sure? It, no, we don't. We can bring it up. I mean, no, we, can bring we don't have Arsenal. to. It's not important. Are you sure? It's sure? It's relevant. I'm actually surprised. I'm actually surprised it's not in our conversation topics. You know yeah, it's I mean? not important. No one cares about it. Are you Arsenal. sure? Are you sure? No one wants, I mean, to, no, sure no one wants to talk about Arsenal. No one wants I'm to talk sure, about Arsenal. I'm pretty sure we have Arsenal listeners right now. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, we don't. We, we don't want to talk about it. Are you sure? I mean, well, what about the Liverpool listeners? I'm pretty sure Kelsey would love to hear. Well, well Kelsey's not here. Especially, so you, well, no, especially not here. coming. Especially coming from you know your voice. You know your 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 radio voice. Your, your my your, radio your, voice. Your your enthusiastic voice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, we don't. We don't need to talk. We don't need to talk about Arsenal losing to to Liverpool. That's not. No one wants to hear that. No. No oh, one expected. Wait, 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 wait. No. What was the score though? Uh, I, uh, I don't remember. It, 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 I don't remember. No one remembers. No, oh, no one cares. On, Are you sure? I'm pretty sure we can jog your memory. Uh, you know I, don't, I don't want to. I, I don't I, want I, to remember. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think what? Sadio Mane, Diego Jota, Salah. Who else was the last one to score? Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't think we need to talk about that. Yeah, you know, sure? You know. uh, come on, dude. You know, you know. Kelsey's listening to this, you know. That. Uh, you, you know, Kelsey could go suck a dick for all I care. So, <laughs> <laughs> ah, come on, man! I mean, how, how, how many times have you, uh, you know, said how many times Liverpool has lost? You know, what do you mean? Uh-huh. How many times I said Liverpool has I mean, lost? Well, I mean, I, you love bringing up the Real Madrid versus Liverpool kind of stuff going on and stuff. And, 
bring it up. And yeah, but that's Real Madrid. Like, that's a team I have expectations with. Uh, you, so what you're saying is you don't have expectations for Arsenal. When have I ever said I have expectations <laughs> of Arsenal? <laughs> I mean, I figured since you're the, team, really. the one time I had expectations was when was literally last season where I thought they would qualify for Champions League. <laughs> they proved me wrong on that one. And since then, I have not given them any expectations. Like because you're trying similar, to play by the curse. To Tottenham, I'm just happy to be here. So, no, but but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like basically, you stopped your expect, yeah, expectation because of the curse that you basically, whenever you go for a no, team, no, because I I know what this Arsenal team provides. I just know oh, what yeah. the team is providing right now. I'm pretty sure Kelsey would love to know the score just in case you missed it. Yeah, well, he can check. There's this thing called the internet. So he can go ahead and literally he's, look it up. So he's, he can... literally, he's literally on the internet right now listening to us. So he should know. He, he should know where we're looking and out You should him. also know you can Kelsey. multitask on the internet. So it's fine. He could definitely look up the score himself. I don't need to tell him that Liverpool won 4 to nothing to Arsenal. Okay? I don't okay. have to say that. Okay? So one, uh, fuck you, because you're we're over here previewing some games this weekend, and you want me to talk about Arsenal? How <laughs> dare you, sir? The the disrespect that you give to the MLS and all the other great leagues. Oh, okay, okay, I, I accept that. I accept that. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so make sure you guys catch the MLS action that's coming up this weekend in Liga MX. Well, I told you Toluca wasn't going to advance. I told you. At least I was right on that one. <laughs> there you go. You're but yeah, right so, so the reclassification has concluded. So now we're going on to the Apertura playoffs. So make sure you guys go ahead and see the, the second legs. Obviously, by the time you guys listen to this episode, the first legs have already been played. And so you'll be watching these second legs to find out who is advancing to the next round, which would be the semifinal of the Apertura. And yeah, maybe- this is... This is my reaction to the first round. Oh, wow. I did not expect that kind of shot from that player. Oh, there you go. And then in League Un, we have St. Entian versus PSG. Maybe Messi continues his form and scores his second League Un goal. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if like that, that just that one goal makes him find like a hat trick out of nowhere. I'll be like, what the hell is going on? Eh, the possibility. And then we have yeah. Montpierre taking on Lyon. Oh, it's been zero days since the last fan incident has happened. So let's hope, let's, let's, let's cross our fingers and hope we don't have any more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Just have uh, a good old fashioned, like regular, you know, soccer game. Like just for the love of the game. Yeah. Just, 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 just chill. Don't throw your water. Come on. You know what? There's, there's people that, can't afford water, and you're over here throwing it at somebody's face. Especially now, over here, especially here in, you know, America, fuck, like, what, gas prices, water prices, all that shit's going on. What the hell's going on? Yep. Anyways, going into the Bundesliga, we have Wolfsburg taking on Borussia Dortmund. Yeah! Go Dortmund! Good. Yeah, so two teams that have been in pretty good form. Going into this game, so we'll see what if Wolfsburg could respond to Borussia Dortmund. Weirdly enough, I haven't heard much from Holland. So, um, yeah, he he's he's okay. He's okay. Let's put it that way. He's okay. He's 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 chilling right now. He's chilling right now. 
And the other game is RB Leipzig taking on Bayer Leverkusen. That was going to be good. Yeah, so can Bayer Leverkusen bounce back after after being shellacked? Because I, I feel like they haven't been the same since they got destroyed by Bayern Munich. Which, to be fair, they got destroyed by Bayern Munich. So, it's expected. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll see if they're able to bounce back against RB Leipzig, which has been able to turn things around since they had that team meeting with Jesse Marsh and are starting to look like RB Leipzig that we have thought that they were going to look like. So we'll see how that turns out. In the Serie A, we have Juventus taking on Atalanta. That's going to be a good one. Really good one. Very intense. Maybe some yellow cards are going to be thrown out there. No. Possibility. Um, and Napoli taking on Lazio. That was going to be a good one too, but yep. I think Napoli has the advantage on that one. So hopefully Napoli can bounce back and, and continue on trying to maintain that first place spot, especially because AC Milan is right behind them. So, mm. well, actually, not right behind them. They're actually even. They're even in points. Uh, but yeah, in La Liga, you have Villarreal taking on Barcelona. Can Xavi get his second win as Barcelona manager? Um, hopefully, not off, you- not off a penalty. <laughs> But, did you did you did you did you watch the game? Uh, I did not. No, you didn't. But I know that it was off of a Depay penalty. Yeah, so, it, it was a Depay penalty. Well, no, I was just gonna ask you. Like, I was gonna ask you. Like, how do you see them playing? But, uh, I, I didn't get to see. No, I didn't get to see them play. So hopefully, hopefully, I can get a glimpse of this one. Um, so I, I, I was like, you know what? Maybe it's the first game. You know, they're still trying to figure things out, get used to things. But this is this is a pretty big opponent. I don't know about you, Edward, but this is Villarreal. So yeah. So hopefully yep. they can they can at least continue winning. Like, hey, sometimes yeah. you know it's True. okay to have it's okay to get an ugly win every once in a while. But uh, you definitely need a need a good win against Villarreal, yeah. uh, especially yes. to get get back in the in the top four. That's the truth. And then we have Real Madrid taking on Sevilla. Yeah, that that's gonna be a tough one for Real Madrid, honestly. So he is a good team. Yeah, but they haven't been that great as of lately. But still not a team to underestimate. Exactly. What I was gonna say, I was like, don't let that fool you. So I'm not underestimating them, and neither should Real Madrid. In the okay. English and then we'll wrap things up with the English Premier League, and we have Manchester City taking on West Ham United. That's gonna be that's gonna be a good one. West Ham United continue. Well, I mean, they actually suffered their first loss against Wolves, but not the first loss, but they suffered a loss against Wolves. But, but you know, been in four matches of City, definitely a, a contender. West Ham, should we start throwing out the work contender with them for the Premier League? I, I, I say hold your horses on that one. Just well, yet. honestly, after after this match, I think after this match, you'll be able to see. Yeah, so definitely. I, I'm if if West Ham beats Manchester City, I actually I'll, I'll say I'll throw the contender label on them. But right now, I'll say hold your horses, guys, because we still got the second half of the season to see what West Ham United can really do. Yes, sir. And the 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 last game to to be to look forward to for this weekend: Chelsea versus Manchester United. Honestly, uh, it's like I said, like we said, it's recording Monday. Uh, we're recording Monday, and this comes out Friday. So if by Monday to Friday, there's no manager appointed at the time. You know, it, it, it's going to be a pretty, pretty tough 
situation for Man U, but maybe that's probably what they need as well. Like some their own free play, maybe assistant coach just tells them, look, just do you. You know, like YOLO, you know, like kind of shit. But it's just Is that uh, is that how you talk to the young people, Edward? The young people? The young people and, and, and Cristiano Ronaldo. The young people and Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, it's just... Ronaldo's like, I'm young, too. <laughs> I'm young, too. Dude, dude looks like he he's literally has a freaking body and the stamina of, like, a fucking 21-year-old. Dude's older than I am. I'm over here fucking gasping for air after five minutes of running. Yeah, that man does not look like he's almost at 40, so... Yeah, exactly. But he is. But, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, just just, you know, like, it's going to be a tough one without a manager. And I'm, like I said, I think the, the assistant manager is going to take over for the meantime. And, more than and, and, and the way and the way Pulisic has been looking. I know, dude. That's one thing where I'm like kind of rooting against Chelsea at this point. Heavily linked, heavily linked Barcelona player. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, yeah, he's uh, Xavi's ready to... No, he's not ready, but he's like, he's already trying to either push the Jong out, Frankie the Jong already, like trying to trying to sell him out and make sure that he can Ooh, get some money back. Could you swap the Jong for Pulisic? I'm actually thinking that's a possibility. Uh, it depends on how Chelsea sees it. Well, they have so many midfielders now. I know. Think about it though. They have freaking uh, Saul. Yeah. But Saul's probably heading back, though. Saul's probably heading back. I think uh, uh, Atletico Madrid, um, they, they might uh, either send him back. Chelsea either is sending him back or Atletico Madrid is recalling him. I can't remember. I, I don't remember reading the, the... I don't remember what exactly I read, but it's it's leaning on those lines. Like, the transfer rumor of, of Saul, like, either he's going back to Atletico Madrid or he's going to be getting recalled back. To Atletico Madrid, like so, it's it's one or the other, but it's like you know, you got Saul. Saul is a hell of it's a shame, man, because Saul is such a good midfielder. I know. So I mean, honestly, it's like you you already have like, honestly, a honestly yeah. Chelsea Chelsea really didn't need him. Like they have Conte, they have Jorginho. But isn't he alone though? He's yeah, all he's alone. He's alone. I think Atletico Madrid is going to recall him back. I think that's what it is. Like, or Chelsea's going to be like, you know what? I think. I think what they did, Chelsea, is they put it, they got him on loan for, you know, just in case something happened with with them having so many games like I mean, the EPL well, and the well, that Champions is, League. That and, and, some people weren't sure what was going to happen with Jorginho. Yeah, true. I think a lot of people thought that Jorginho was going to be a hot commodity, which yeah. he is. He is. He is. He is. But yeah. So, okay. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and take one more break. And then we're going to go ahead and wrap the show up with 3 up, 3 down. Hey, it's Hector. Yo, this is Edward. And we, we are, are Insert Name FC. FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on unhingedsn.com on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We will see, see you there. And we are back. All right. 3 up, 3 down. And this topic is songs of our generation that will be considered classics. Slash old people music. Obviously, the three up is the classics and the down is the old people music. So these are songs that me and I were like, that we know that the, the, the youth 
and Spencer. I don't know why I didn't remember Spencer and Spencer that we consider that the youth will consider classics when it's their time, or uh, they're gonna be like, "Hey, Dad or <clears throat> Uncle, could you turn that shit off and turn that old pe- old people music off?" Hmm. So. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, did, uh, I think Spencer sent his, yeah. Spencer sent his, so we'll we'll start things off with Spencer, as we always do. And at three down, Spencer starts off with Chingy right there. Yes, this was, (laughs) this is definitely going to be an an old person song. Yeah, even now, I consider it like, uh, I was like, I I forget that Chingy was a thing. Yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) Sometimes I want to forget that Chingy happened. Uh, <laughs> you just... Yep, um, that happened. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Number two, Savage Garden. I knew I loved you. Mm, never heard of that one. Or maybe I have, but I just didn't know her name. Well, yeah, that's yeah, I, I definitely would say that. And number one. Train. Hey, Soul Sister. (laughs) It made number one simply because whenever you hear it, you just sing along hopelessly embarrassing yourself and everyone surrounding you at any given location. Yeah, this is the definition of all-person music. So, 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 um, basically, this is uh, Spence's uh, Guilty Pleasure kind of song. Hmm? I mean, let's face it. Who doesn't like Train? Okay? Like, we all, I we just all, like, I just a, like we all know it. We all know an old. We know, we all know a train song. Don't it's, uh, let's not be ashamed of it. You know, drops, we all drops drops of Jupiter, drops of Jupiter. You know, we we all heard the train songs. I like how you you literally just say the train song. You don't know any other, do you? I do know. Okay, name one besides drops of Jupiter and Soul Sister. Uh, I think it was like Ways You Died. Oh, yeah. I don't know that one. Or maybe I do. I don't know. It's, it was it was one of their newer ones that they dropped. Oh, okay. It was like a... Yeah, it was like a... Yeah, it was a... What was it called? Uh, Ways You Died. Oh. Well... Anyways, yeah. So, that happened. All right, so you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. I'm actually interested in seeing right. what's going to be your shit. All right, it, it was called 50 Ways to Say Goodbye. Oh, okay. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> All right, at number three, and I, I can I can actually vouch for this because my niece is, uh, I, I, try, I try to play like, because they ask me like, hey, can you play music that you that you grew up listening to? And I do it. And sometimes they jam to it. Sometimes they tell me to turn that shit off. And so I have a pretty good reference as how much it hurts me <laughs> when they do that. <laughs> so uh n- number three, Bad Country by Vince Simple. Yeah, I can see that. I already I know that I, I I've, I've okay, every, like Edward could tell you I'm a big Avenged Sevenfold fan. Like that's my favorite band like growing yeah. up. Um and the thing is I know that that's going to be a dad band. Like, I just know <laughs> it, and I get it, and I've and I and I've accepted it. Like, and, and if you guys want to know what's, what constitutes a dad band, 
let's be honest, Metallica, like as cool as a lot of people like Metallica, let's face it, it's a band that a lot of dads like. It's a band of dads, actually. Huh? It's a band of dads, actually. It's a band of dads. So guess what? Avenged Sevenfold is is essentially, they're trying to be Metallica. So guess what's going to happen? They're going to become a dad band because it's like, dad, I don't want to listen to to Avenged Sevenfold. That's literally what's going to happen. So I've already expected it. And this was a song that that Heidi and Emma has had me tell tell me to turn that shit off. They haven't. They didn't say turn that shit off. They they just you know it. it, it they it made the face. They made it hurts the face. Me. It hurts me. But yeah. Um. Number two. Uh, <laughs> and this is more specifically with Houston. So I don't know how it's gonna be with. Oh, you know, man. But uh, still tipping. <laughs> yeah, I guess still, t- still tip it. Uh, is it slim? Is it a slim thug song? I think it's slim thug. Um, I slim think thug, Paul Wall. Um, it's Mike Jones. What? Mike Jones. There you go. Yeah, was it really? Is really yeah, Mike Jones? Mike, it's Mike Jones. Oh yeah, there. Mike Jones featuring Slim Thug and Paul Wall. And this was Paul Wall when he was a little bit chunky. So. <laughs> He was never fat, though. But I mean, like if you see Paul Wall now, good God! Like, what did he do? But anyway, he worked out, ate right, I guess. He did not work out. No, well, then he ate right, I guess. I don't know if he ate. He looks malnourished. Is what I'm saying. Um, oh. but anyways, okay. Like I said, if you're from Houston, because like, let's you know, chop and screw. That's a thing. That's that, that's like you know anything. DJ Screw, you know, uh, Hawk, Slim Thug, Zero, you know, those are like the Houston rappers and all that. Mike Jones. Uh, but yeah, because um, she wanted, you know, how you wanted to hear Houston rap, because, you know, people talk about Houston rap, so she wanted to hear what Houston rap sound like. So I played Still Tipping, and she said, it's slow. <laughs> and she's not wrong that's on that. Slow. I mean, but that's the thing. That, that's Houston rap right there. It's not. It's not a fast flowing or nothing like that. Like, um, it's just like Chop the Screw, just a little bit. A little, it's a little bit faster than Chop the Screw. Yeah, it's faster than Chop and Screw, but Houston rap is still pretty. There's like there's a certain tempo with Chop with uh, Houston rap. Travis Scott doesn't count. If anybody, oh, if anybody wants to ask, yeah. Travis Scott does. Travis Scott is a mainstream rapper. He just happens to be from Houston. <laughs> oh, let's get that. Man. Let's get that. Let's get that all straight. But uh, and then my number one, and, and this one hurts me the most because I love Nirvana, and this is gonna piss me off the most <laughs> because I'm gonna see so many fucking teenagers wearing Nirvana T-shirts, not knowing what the fuck Nirvana is. They picked it up at the thrift store. Yeah. Or they, they got, I don't know if Hot Topic is still going to be a thing, but well, apparently it's, it's, you, can, you can buy Nirvana shirts now at, at Walmart and Target. So well, yeah, because honestly, I think Hot Topic don't even carry them anymore. I think they're all anime now. Kids are kids are wearing Rugrats shirts. Like I was like, you never watch Rugrats. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you it's, it's they're just being the, the whole hipster thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. So so, I, all, so this I know is going to piss me off when I see like someone wearing a Nirvana shirt. And then I'm over here like trying to talk Nirvana with them and they just looked at me confused. It's going to piss me off every single time. But Come As You Are by Nirvana. I can't do the voice. I'm sorry. Thank God. I was about to say, we don't, we don't need another, another uh, <laughs> uh, blurry moment. 
<laughs> oh yeah. No, that dude that dude was wasted. Anyways. <laughs> I don't think he was wasted. That's the worst part of it all. Because that's when he's that was when he was sober. Oh shit. Maybe yeah, that's right. I remember. <laughs> he's so he's sober now. Oh okay. Or at least I don't know how he is now, but yeah. Anyway. Anyway, but all right. So but yeah, so that's my that's your and, I, and I think it's my number one mainly because I know there's going to be a bunch of kids wearing Nirvana shirts. And and I'm going to get... Is What's going to happen is I'm going to see my kid wearing a Nirvana t-shirt and I'm going to start wearing a blast of Nirvana and they're going to say, Dad, what's that? And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill that kid. This fictional child son. that I'm speaking of, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> it's like, hey, Hector, what happened to your son? I have no son. I don't know. I have like, hey, I'll be like, I'll be like, hey, heck, Junior, he'll be crying in the back of the couch. All right, okay, cool. And you're gonna see him wearing a Nirvana T-shirt. No, why? <laughs> I'll be like, oh, that happened. All right, all right, what's your, your three down? All right, so my three down. Number three, I kind of have to cop. Um, I have to cop. Um, I have to cop a uh, Spence with Chingy. But number three, okay, so number three is I do. By Chingy, because that song. Oh wow! Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That came out on Need for Speed Underground too. And the thing is, it was like it was a really cool song to listen to at the time. But I'm pretty sure now when I hear it, I'll be like, "Oh man!" I was like, "Oh, I can't believe I like this song." This was like middle school. I'm not gonna lie. I'm surprised Holiday Inn hasn't made this anybody's uh, list. No, nah, don't worry. That's probably because it's passed by. If anything, uh. Uh, maybe Nate Dog might be like an honorable mention with uh, I Like That, you know? Do you remember that song? Nate, Nate Dog. Yeah, Nate Dog. Ching, uh, I think it was like Chingy and Nate Dog. Houston. They did, Houston. No, but Nate Dog was, was in that was in that track too as well. Yeah, Nate Dog was in it, but I was like, that's not Nate Dog's song, that's Houston's. Uh, well, yeah, but yeah, that one, that, I like that. That song would probably be like an honorable mention as well. That came out in Robots, bro. I was surprised. It did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's my number three. All right. So, and then my number two, mind you, this song, we all thought it was the shit when it first came out. Lasted for a good while. I'm pretty damn sure still people still work out to it to this day. And even some young people might still listen to it, but it's I think it's gotten to that point. Um Eight Mile by Eminem. My number two. I feel like that's you mean, gonna be You mean lose yourself? Oh, lose yourself, yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. I was thinking about the whole eight eight mile soundtrack. That's gonna be considered yeah. old people music? Lose you lose yourself? Yeah, I think so. It's gonna be it's gonna be playing so much and I mean, I could I could easily just put like clean out my closet, you know. Um, but I, I feel like "Lose Yourself" might be considered a dad song. Like maybe when my kids get older. Honestly, like, if, if if somehow Eminem is still rapping by the time we're <laughs> we're fifty years old, which I mean, if, he, if that happens, good God, like science has advanced <laughs> tremendously. <laughs> hey man, you never know. Shoot, but for him to rap the way he raps. At whatever age he would be by the time we're fifty, 
Uh, Bro, first of all, first we, of all, we now have the technology. Congratulations. <laughs> first of all, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I mean, you got other, you got other rappers who they still go. I think Bus Rhymes can still can still sing a, a good flow. Yeah, but he's not he's not super old. Think he's about, older than he's older than Eminem. But I'm saying if we're fifty, Eminem should probably be dead. So what, what does saying. that make Buster Rhymes? He he would have also been deceased. Yeah. <laughs> like, Snoop Dogg, Buster Rhymes, and all, 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 like all of the Def Jam, all of the Def Jam records. <laughs> the Def Jam Five from New York people should be dead. Yeah, they they definitely should be deceased. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but uh, but yeah. And then my number one, I and mean, I'm going over to the urban, the music, the, the, uh, the urban. Sorry, I'm the, going the, to the urban. The, 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 what, what, what do they call it in Spanish, bro? Like the musica urbana. There you go. I'm going to the Latin side. Um, number one, and I'm pretty damn sure it's considered a dad song or a parent song already. Um, Gasolina by Daddy Yankee. Okay, yeah, that's that's a, that's a dad song right there. <laughs> that's gonna. It, 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 it used to be like, oh my god, this is shit. Now it's just like. Oh, not this one again! That's that's gonna be the song that that the kids are gonna get embarrassed by their dad because you know that part, like the start up, the the start of the song. You're gonna see your dad twerking, and it's like I don't want to see that. First of all, I don't even I don't think I can twerk, so uh, my kids are safe on that end. No, my kids are my kids are not safe from that. (laughs) Hey, you can twerk from the front and back. There you go. (laughs) Okay, Jake. But yeah, that's my that's my bottom three. Keep keep taking jabs in my weight, asshole. <laughs> I'm gonna remember that. I, I'm just I'm when just, when a, just, when a, when a hurricane hits Houston and and you're flying away, I'm not helping you. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll talk myself down to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a grazely move to the side so you don't get. Some, <laughs> Don't worry, my skinny ass arms can grab on. Okay, Mr. Fantastic. (laughs) Exactly. There you go. Be like, (laughs) fucking, hey, yeah, bro. But nah, um, all right. So, what's Spence's top three? So, his three up is Ja Rule featuring Ashanti, always on time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. I mean, personally, I want to say fuck Ja Rule, but. He brought a Shanti, it? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying because the whole Firefest thing, but, mm. but yeah, yeah. Fuck Ja Rule. Uh, but yeah, so, nah, that is that. I would, I would definitely say that's a classic. Um, mm-hmm. Number two, Fifty Cent in the club. Let's face it, like no, no kid understands the reference, but they it, at birthday parties, what they do, they start saying "Go, Shotty, it's your birthday." <laughs> so. They don't even understand. They don't get the reference. They don't know the reference, but they they. So I think once they hear the song, like, oh, I know where that is. Like, yeah, I can see how that could become a classic. And number one, Ti, be easy. Mm, Okay. So yeah, pretty good ones. I'm all for it. Yeah. All right. Uh, for me, for my three up at number three, 
I'm also going to have an Avenged Sevenfold song, and I'm going to say it's going to be so far away uh, from, yeah, so far away from by Avenged Sevenfold, and obviously that's the song that they attributed to uh, to Rev, their drummer that passed away. Yeah. Um, I think it's a it's a song. Obviously, it's not a you know a traditional Avenged Sevenfold song because it's not obviously it's not metal, but obviously right. it's like it's very soothing. Obviously, it's a I think it's a, it's a song that I think it makes you it not it's not you know not only for them but it's also a reflection for anybody that's ever experienced any loss. So I think it, it it'll instantly become a classic. I think a lot. I think it's probably one of their most listened to songs from Avenged Sevenfold. Um, if I was to guess right now, but yeah, uh, so far away by Avenged Sevenfold is my number three. Uh, number two, um, I'm actually gonna say. Uh, uh, cleaning out my closet by Eminem. All right, all right. And I think I, I think the deeper I feel like deeper songs usually end up like withstanding the withstand time a little bit more. Yeah. So I, I I do think that like you know obviously the fact that Eminem went there for this song. Um, I mean you know instead of like the his other form of going there, which is obviously insulting everybody that go, that comes his way. But like for him to go into like a little bit, like to see a little bit of his of his life with his relationship with his mother, I think that was a like pretty deep. And uh, mm. my number one is Helena by My Chemical Romance. Oh yeah, that one's. I think that one's with the test, the test of time right now. Even though nobody knows what what he's saying in the chorus, <laughs> he's whispering too much. Like it's funny, like hearing people like not knowing what he's saying in the chorus. You know, things yeah, are th- things are better if I stay. Yeah, <laughs> no one knows that's what he's saying. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's my that's my three up. Or was yours? All right, so my number three is actually. <clears throat> so my number three is actually um. It's a the offspring song, the the offspring. Sorry, um, I guess you could say because I'm kind of torn in between two songs. So I think um, so. Hmm, I'm choosing between two songs here. Which which ones are you thinking of? It's either you're gonna go far, kid, or the kids aren't all right. Kids aren't all right. The kids aren't all right. Yeah, I was leaning more towards that one. So I feel like that one would be like the dad song, but it's also like one that they're like. I think it would be a good song that it's. I mean, it's lasted this long. Shit. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's definitely not gonna be pretty fly for a white guy. No, 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 yeah, so, um, and then there's the other one, um, number two, going, reading my Spanish stash here, sorry, the Aventura, the Aventura song, Angelito, okay, that one's, that one stood the test of time. I think anything in Spanish has stood the test of time. I mean, we still listen to, mm-hmm. we still listen to Gloria Stefan. We still listen to, 
I don't, Celia, I don't to Celia Cruz. Yeah, Celia Cruz. Celia Cruz. Celia. We still, we, well, I mean, you still know the songs, like, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah the, she's a legend. Um, Selena will forever stand the, the test of time. Salinas. Anything for Salinas. Yeah. Um, so, Boopy Kings, I don't know if they're going to survive anymore. Um, I really, yeah, I don't, I don't think any one of their songs is actually out there. But yeah, my number two is uh, Ventura, uh, Angelito. And um, my number one song, this one is, uh, so this one, uh, <clears throat> I just, I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe I could be wrong. Maybe kids will be like, oh, dad, turn it off. But it's a, uh, let's see, it's Rise Against. So I'm, I'm actually leaning more towards Rod kind of staying alive for a little while longer. No, Rock, Rock, will, Rock will always have his place. So I think it's, um, <clears throat> okay, so it's Rise Against Satellite. Okay. Yeah. Well, Rise Against is definitely one of those bands that don't shy away from like anything. Modernization. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I say, like, I think some of their stuff's still going to be like modern, even to this day. Cause I mean, even what, Parallel Refugee, I still jam to that. And that song is still really relevant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. No, yeah, I totally agree with that. Mm hmm. But, all right, yeah, so that's the show. Um, we want to give a shout-out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. You guys can go ahead and check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com. Uh, they have some great articles, some great podcasts. Go ahead and check out their website, see what they have, because um, there's going to be something that you're going to be interested in in checking out. So shout-out to Belly Up. It's been a great partnership ever since we, we, we did the merger with them and Unhinge. Um, so it's been really cool. Speaking of Unhinged, we want to give out uh, give a shout out to Unhinged, our Unhinged family. Um, while we're part of Belly Up, but we still get to keep the Unhinged name. Um, so it, that's one of the cool things about our partnership with them. Uh, you know, right now the radio is kind of hitting the, the Unhinged radio is a little bit on a hiatus right now, kind of trying to tinker that up a little bit so that way we give you guys a better twenty four hour, twenty four seven radio coverage experience than we have before. So don't worry, guys, it's going to come back, but we're going to we're trying to fix it up a little bit so it could be better for you guys. But uh, for constant updates, make sure you go ahead, go ahead and check it out, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at Radio Unhinged. So be on the lookout so you'll get constant updates on on there as well. Whenever we have anything to update on you, update on the radio, on the Unhinged Radio. Um, we want to give a shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company AMG Graphics for the creation of the Insert Name FC logo. Not to sound arrogant or anything like that, but I think we have the best logo, like period. So that's that's a like, you know I know a little bit arrogant, but I do love the logo. That's just more of a testament of how much I love this logo that Alejandro made for us. Um, it's 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 everything that we asked for, you know. So it is as, as insert name FC as it can be. That logo, we love the logo. We love Alejandra. So follow her on Instagram at a dot g dot graphics with an x. Um, and if you guys need a logo done, hit her up. 
and let her take good care of you like she took good care of us. Yep. Love you, Honor. And of course, shout out to our guy, our everything, our world, uh, the the best macaroni cheese for seven cheese macaroni. Uh, I was really trying to get you to come down here and make that macaroni cheese or, for or you could just send it over to me. And he also makes some great Cajun pasta. So I mean hand hand Spencer. Um yeah, so obviously he makes our intros, he makes our outros, he does he does all our all our singing, he has to help make us sound good for our singing bits. Edward uh, I still got mine like on mine are like on layaway because I I'm telling you, like this has been hectic, but I'm I'm working on him. I'm working on him. But yeah, so he's he's gonna be responsible for making sure that we sound good for these singing bets. Um and I mean he just does the fact that he did such he everything I maybe I'm just no, I don't think it's just me. I Spencer does such a great job. Uh last week obviously we were talking about video games and and we asked him if he could do the, the Donkey Kong country beat on our outro. Oh, yeah, that that was cold. That was cold. And like, I actually want that. I want that on my playlist. Like I, I if somehow, some way you could send that to us. So we can download it on our phone or something. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was really good. That just shows you how great, uh, how talented Spencer is. And, and we love him for it. That's why we named our Player of the Year Award the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award because of that. So if you guys like our beats and you and you and you want beats of your own, we'll follow Spencer at his Instagram at that guy dope. Hit him up and he'll take great care of you. Like he always takes care of us. Yep. All right, guys, that is episode 64. Catch us next week for episode 65. Y'all gonna say anything, Edward? Oh, um, um, take care, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <Sorry. laughs>